Bebop. <laughs> Artist Bebop, episode 32, The Weekly Ramble, where I set a timer for 22 minutes and talk out that art. Let's go. In the interest of full disclosure, <laughs> I've recorded this once, but I've, I've been having trouble with my microphones. I might have to start a GoFundMe <laughs> so that maybe I don't have to. Well, I just need to sell more art. Let's get that marketing going. But, but yeah, a disclaimer there. I did previously talk about the age of authenticity. <laughs> so this is my authentic self having audio issues. So we'll, we'll run this, and then if I have to run another 22-minute ramble again, we'll do it until we get it right. It's like the peewee scene in the basement where they're going to go over the evidence over and over and over. <laughs> yes. Rest in peace, Paul Rubens. But yeah, what uh, we can, I'll redirect here. I was thinking, I was also, I was talking about comedy and how I admire it. I, I listen to it more and more. I've always been intrigued and I don't know, that might have been one of those things that I would have pursued in another dimension because I've always been fascinated by the idea that a person goes on stage with a microphone, speaks for an hour, and needs to be funny. That's intense. <laughs> I can sit here and ramble for 22 minutes and be unintentionally funny, but, <laughs> but to sit there and make that your goal is insane and I love it props so yeah I'm trying to think about other things this week that happened so I also don't want to rehash what I just did that's a lost ramble and where where did those go <laughs> nowhere You don't know, I have a podcast on my mind. It was Owen Wilson and Rick Rubin talking. And I guess I, I love stuff like that because the two of them, I didn't know, but it seems like they have this friendship where they've hung out and they spend time and know each other. And it was cool because it didn't seem like he wanted to do the podcast. He was intimidated by it. And then... I don't know. I, I liked it. I liked that dynamic. <laughs> Makes me want to... I've been toying with it. I'm going to get some new microphones on top of this, so might pull some guests into, into some of these Bebop episodes soon, which is how this started. 
And really, I was thinking about that earlier, that I started this format out of a little bit of frustration. Because I liked doing the podcast, but the guest thing was hard. Because generally, I have to do stuff. Like, it's 2.10 a.m. right now. So to demand that of my guest is just tough. It worked during the pandemic, but here we are in a non-pandemic world. <laughs> so, so this was an invention of necessity, I think. I said I could I have a lot to say. <laughs> I have a lot on my mind. It may or may not be interesting. I may get tired of this quickly, which I have not. I, I look forward to this time. It's it's calming. It's no different than the the writing or or even the studio time. This is just working multiple parts of the brain, which I really enjoy. I keep thinking about why did I didn't do it sooner, but some of us are just slow. <laughs> I, I think, I don't know. I'm going to take a drink here. Sorry. Okay. Well, it makes sense that I needed a drink there because I've been, I haven't needed drink breaks during these, but I just finished a 22 minute one and hopefully this is the redo and I don't have to do it again. It's not causing me anxiety, but it is frustrating. <laughs> it's just, I have all these expenses. And so microphone, because it's not technically broken, it's just defective. So it's not at the top of that needs list. But, I don't know. We'll get it done. Well, <laughs> then we'll, I'll have a, a funeral for this microphone, which has served me well. I used to be like that about my camera equipment. I, <laughs> I <laughs> like, uh, I remember, which is funny because I don't have that with brushes. I guess all my painting equipment. I use the cheapest materials I can find. I highly believe in that. I don't. And it was a friend of mine that really taught me that because I loved his work. And when I went to his studio, his mom had dropped off like this multi-pack that you see at Walmart. And we got into a discussion about it, and he always thought it was ridiculous when people would talk about their $70 brush. <laughs> and I, I saw his point that nice stuff is nice. Like nicer. My family's always asking me what I want as a gift. 
and I, of course I always say paint. They're like, no, that's work. And so I think it was this past Christmas, my brother asked me and I said, look, yes, it is work, but me going to the store, I buy myself the most, the cheapest stuff because I have other responsibilities. <laughs> I don't, that's not, that, that would be a luxury for me. And so I, I said, if you want to get me something, go to the expensive part of the paint section and, and bring me, bring me something from there. It may just be one tube, <laughs> but I will, that will be high, highly regarded, highly regarded in my studio and put in a special place. And anytime I paint with it, I will, I will think of you. And it's, that's very true. So, so if you have a creative like that, think about that when you brush off their desire for being gifted the thing they work on, because it's, it's more complicated than that. Yeah. But I, I did always love that. I remember reading about Kurt Cobain. So he needed left-hand guitars and they would smash their guitars all the time. So when somebody would gift him a new guitar, he would play it for hours. It was a new toy. And that's what that whole give me some expensive paint is like. I, I, I do. I, I, I rush right in and think about how I'm going to use that. Whereas with other paint, I, I don't worry about it as much. <laughs> so, food for thought. Yeah. What else? What, um, I always come in, on here and try to think about the week and draw a blank. I did think about how fast these weeks go. The passage of time. So strange. That's one thing I've been asking chat GPT things. I wanted to ask it about time travel. <laughs> very, very interesting conversations with this new technology. I like it. It's, it's like being a kid. Even with my kids, I think it's cool that they can ask something. And so I'll ask the phone and we'll, <laughs> we'll get an answer. I wish my parents could have done that. That would have been awesome. And so I found my, my daughter asking Siri questions and it was, it was cool. It's like, wow, it's so cool. They have that. It's so different. I guess I try to appreciate all that because I realize it, it's weird to watch generations turn into the, the older people that they criticized. The, 
I think the most mainstream example is Joe Rogan. When we were kids, we used to play outside and do this and that. And so... <laughs> I, I I don't I don't partake because you know what things are just different things change and of course it's going to be different and for the most part I think it's a good difference it may not be crystal clear as we process or as I process it but I, I look for the good in it that's the optimist in me it hasn't been broken yet <laughs> attempts have been made on my optimism but it's still here thankfully I'm so so glad so there you go that tangent spun me and spun me. <laughs> Man. But yeah, I, I try to think of my week. What else? I mean, the studio is a... I wouldn't want to say a repetitive place, but the process of going in is the same... Unless I get special time. I didn't get time to work on big stuff lately. Or it didn't stop me. I've got this long, elongated Michael Jordan pointing Team USA. I've been doing Team USA stuff with Jordan. Because I'd never done it, so. I guess just picking at those layers of sports stuff I want to explore different looks I've been doing more action stuff getting into the drawing of that and also yeah still doing the, the portraits but I think that really started I started doing these magazine covers from wrestling and those were action I was like man that looks cool so so yeah like I did this uh, Warren Spawn looking at the way he would contort to throw that ball it's cool Rodman rebounding. Yeah. Well, there, there's, a, there's a power to that. Just... It goes back to that whole narrative of, of sports. And then wrestling, yeah. There's a story being told. And that's part of that, that battle. But then in... The other sports as well. Rodman rebounding is like a, an inspiring metaphor for for anything really. Going after that ball like your life depends on it. Love that. <laughs>
yeah. Expressions to have been into lately. I guess it, it's been an emotional time for some reason. <laughs> Thinking of these big dramatic things. I think part of it's this doing these these rambles and then the writing. A lot of things are bubbling up. I'm discovering a lot more with more depth, which is which is awesome. We'll see what keeps coming up. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been interesting doing a double header. <laughs> I've got to set up a system because I, I freak out about the clock a little bit. Oops. I don't think that was 22 minutes. We're going to keep going. False alarm. False. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's been that kind of week where things didn't go as planned. Yeah. Well, things in my kid's schedule will get shifted around. And it's weird how much that can throw things off. I didn't realize how sensitive I can be <laughs> to time changes until I had kids. Now I see things with alarming clarity <laughs> that I too am a creature of, of routine. And at the same time, I, I, I like chaos. I don't know. That sounds, that sounds mental. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> well, there's uh, a comedian, Mary Santora. So I watched a special she did on Netflix she talks about her mental illnesses and she lists ADHD and my eyebrow perked up at that. It's like, and I looked it up and yeah, it's a mental illness. I'm like, great. <laughs> you know, if I talk about my diagnosis and it's weird because I was hesitant to talk about it or write about it. So I first wrote about it, I think. Because it, it's that whole vulnerability thing. And I think mainly I, I put it out there. Sometimes you put things out there to see if somebody, you know, you say Marco, they say Polo. And, and sure enough, I've gotten a lot of nice notes and even comments. One, I think I mentioned this before, but one person said, thank you for sharing this. And, and then I've had a, a lot of other DMs where they said it was cool. I was talking about it. 
because I, I guess it's weird. Even I never sought diagnosis, and part of it was people talking crap about ADHD. <laughs> like, you know, I that it's ridiculous and this and that. And I drank the Kool-Aid, I think. And when I finally did seek a doctor's opinion and tried medication, I was amazed. And what's... Because it's bigger than that. To me, it's not like, ooh, I have this medicine. But it, it's the clarity that it brought to why I am the way I am sometimes and have been in the past. And that's really weird to look back and realize things. But it, the, the clarity that it brings allows me, even when the medicine, because, you know, you're not, it helps for a little while. But then, you know, you're on your own. But even when it's not there, when I don't have the help of it, I have a clarity to what I'm doing that's deeper than what I had prior to that. And I wish I wouldn't have listened to the weird negativity of people that most likely didn't know what they were talking about. So, so yeah. I don't know how I spiraled into that tangent, but I think it's an important one. Because even <laughs> even some of my friends, I've my friend was talking about something, and I was like, you know what you're describing, you should take to your doctor, because you know that is very familiar. But even in him, I could feel like this trepidation. That's the real timer, but we will, we'll outro a little bit. But I could feel that trepidation, and I think it stems from the same thing, where people, people are very opinionated sometimes that are around you, that you trust, and, and they don't mean harm, but, you know, this is, this is all your thing, so you would know best. And that's when I finally, like, came to to grips with. And it was a friend of mine who encouraged me. But I'm glad I did. And I'm glad that I share. And if it connects with you, I'm glad. So, I'm just glad. This is the glad episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's about it. Hopefully this recorded well. And I will see you next time. Welcome to my world, El Santos world. Beep up.